Thanks for tuning in. I'm Zach, and this is Podcast Junkie, a weekly bite-sized show that gives you a look into a new podcast each week. If you are looking to help further Podcast Junkie and support indie podcasts, don't forget to check out our Patreon, patreon.com forward slash podcastjunkie, or join our Discord community. The link is available at castjunkie.com, where we have a full line of support indie podcast merch, profits from our Patreon and merch, sold all go back to support other people's indie podcasts don't forget to subscribe to podcast junkie so that you can get the next episode as soon as it drops and rate and review us over on Podchaser or wherever you're listening to help us get our name out there with that let's get into this week's review this week we're boarding a gated galaxy's oz9 spaceship holding roughly 50,000 sleeping passengers and a handful of highly intelligent or at least subpar, staff members on the Oz-9. Oz-9 is written and produced by Shannon Perry, with help from John Faley, Elliot Faley, and art from Lucas Elliot, which I truly do believe is just Elliot Faley in disguise. Oz-9 is a bi-weekly fictional audio drama saturated in a comedy body spray. When asked how they refer to themselves, they blatantly say, Seattle's next big British comedy. Which, I had them all over because I didn't know Seattle was in Britain, but I checked out with the Gated Galaxies map, and it checks out. The truth about this show is that it is a top-notch production from a crew who came to audio dramas cold turkey and literally took it out of this galaxy with this story, soundscape, and comedic tone. So, let's check into the outdated mixer that they left at the back of the ship and see if we can listen through Olivia's secretly hidden microphones to this little clip of Oz 9. Is there any pattern? Are they next to each other? Grouped? On the same plug? If we stood back far enough, would it spell out a message? I think the fact that they're dark and starting to collect liquid at the bottom is message enough, thanks. Uh, yeah, didn't figure you for a squeamish type, given your history. What exactly is it that you think you know? Madeline, there you are. Why aren't you figuring out what's going on with these pods? Colin. Jesus! Don't do that. Yeah, why is it that you just blend into the background? Just, uh, one of those faces, I guess. Very blendy. So, the pods? I don't know what to tell you, Colin. Olivia won't let me get close. What does that mean? I tried to look at the plans for the pods, see if I could figure anything out, and she just kept making the fonts get smaller. What? Yeah. At first, I didn't know what was happening. I just kept getting closer and closer to the screen and squinting. Finally, I banged my head on the monitor. She thought I couldn't hear her giggle. Do you have any idea how deeply unsettling a computer's giggle is? I tried hailing the other Oz, but Olivia kept patching me through to some farmer in Kansas who didn't realize space travel was real. I tried to tell him I was human, but Olivia kept making my voice go funny, and he ended up panicking and shooting his ham radio. Did Lady Nibble Biscuit get through to her husband, at least? Finally. He had a rough time understanding what she was saying, and then her teeth kept falling out. So you can't really blame him. Olivia figured out how to send Lucretia's brother an arthritic boa constrictor, so at least she died happy. Arthritic? The squeezing takes a lot longer. It has to take breaks. Right. Then she sort of... dissolved, and out the airlock she went. Whip! Sorry for your loss. But, uh, uh, what loss? Uh, I didn't know her. Rich tough, that. Yeah, whatever, chimney sweep. People are dying all over this ship. What are you planning to do about it? As long as Olivia keeps sabotaging our efforts, what can we do? She seems to listen to you more than anyone, Joe. You reckon you can figure out what's going on? I can try, or lead. She's gaga over Pectosaurus Rex there. Maybe he can get her to help us out. 
Where is Leet anyway? Leet, the ship's IT guy who thinks he's the IT guy because that's what his employee badge says, is on the bridge. Which is a terrible idea to begin with because he's the sort of stupid ballads are written about. But he wanted to communicate with the hot captain from the trailing Oz 6748. So here he is, flipping switches and pressing buttons, and so far he's managed not to decouple the bridge from the rest of the ship. But it's not for lack of trying. Hello? Is someone trying to hail us? Hello? Hey, there you are. Is it us nine? Madeline, not you? Release the button when you're not talking, dear, or I can't hear you. Good lord, woman. Did you not even make it through the first afternoon of trading? Can you see me? I can see you. Look, I'm waving. Yes, I can see you waving because you lot keep flying too bloody close. Oh, that's so cute. You're talking. What a shame you don't speak English, though. Don't speak English? What the hell is wrong with you? Dick, get him on screen. Oh, hello, Captain Jesse. Are you having a jolly holiday? Shorty, give me a video or I'll stuff something up your chimney proper, I tell you. On screen, bitch. Oh, it's Captain Torso. Hello, darling. Your lips are moving. Sound is coming out, but it's all orky, 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 orky. I wonder what language that is. It's English, you great swinging ball bag. Can you really not understand me? So, the story of Oz9 starts in the year 2142 where a company called Gated Galaxies purchased over 8,000 Oz ships with about 700 fatal defects and retrofitted them for a long journey to a new inhabitable planet, sold the stasis pods on each ship to very rich and very stupid people, then launched 400 of them in these tin can rocket ships into orbit. The Oz-9 is manned by, let's say, less than desirable, but friendly-ish, people, including two captains, one of the Oz-9, and one of the Oz-6748, an assassin, a janitor, because obviously things are going to get messy, a homicidal repair robot with two heads, no arms, and a very lovable and um, hmm, special muscle man named Leet, who happens to lost all of his shirts, thanks to the AI Olivia, um, with uh, Hots for Symmetry. So, if you're looking for a well-fleshed-out audio drama that is set in a comedic future not all that different from ours, the characters you can kind of relate to and assign to people that you might know in real life, then look no further than the Oz-9, which, at the time of this recording, has just concluded its first season, so congratulations, guys. Where we were conveniently left with a cliffhanger that flipped us out into the unknowing. So, we will be back to review season 2, in more depth and more about the story once it releases and then once it concludes. Thanks for listening. I hope you enjoyed listening to Oz9, Season 1, or any other podcast we've previously covered, which can all be found wherever you're listening to Podcast Junkie. You can find us at Cast Junkie on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook. So follow us, won't you? We'll be posting links to this show and all others we cover on them. Have a podcast suggestion? Send them to us at castjunkie.com, and we'll add it to our list. Until next week, don't forget to binge all the podcasts we've been highlighting.